Welcome to the Lake Point Church Weekend Messages Podcast. Thanks for joining us to hear the latest sermons happening at our church. We pray that God speaks to you in a timely way through this message. And if you're encouraged by this podcast, be sure to rate, review, and share it to help get the word out. You can find more digital content to feed your faith and our other podcasts by visiting lakepoint.church/digital. Now, let's tune into the message for today. Great to see you all this weekend. My name is Mike, and I get to be on the teaching team here. And uh, man, it's so great to be with you. I want to welcome all of our campuses and those of you that might be joining us online as well. And for those of you that live in the uh, Rockwall, uh, Dallas area, what happened yesterday? It was 73 degrees yesterday. It's five degrees today, man. It's a way to start 2022. Uh, hey, next weekend, Josh's going to start a new series. It's going to be super practical and helpful. I'll pray you come back for that. But today, I kind of wanted to start off the new year uh, challenging us all to walk a new direction. Now, I know some of you have set some goals for the new year. Uh, Some of you might call them like resolutions. I have a few goals myself, and one of which is I want to exercise more. So if you don't mind, I'm going to try to get a little workout in while I teach today. So I'm going to try, we're going to give this a shot. Let me uh, set this. They say a good workout pace is where you can talk and walk at the same time. So I'm going to try to get a pace where I could actually uh, do that. Um, a few years ago, I was sitting at a, at a si- on a sidewalk bench uh, waiting for my wife who was shopping. When shopping's going on, that's pretty much where you'll find me. Uh, I don't know about, about y'all, but I, I can play like three hours of basketball and not be as tired as 15 minutes of shopping. Anybody else with me on that? It just wears me out. Anyway, I was sitting there on a the bench and I was watching all these people pass by, and I couldn't help but notice how everybody had like a different way of walking. Some people took long strides. Other people just kind of shuffled along. Some people walked really fast. Other people just kind of strolled. Some had like a spring in their step as they were listening to music on their AirPods. Some wiggled. Some jiggled. Some giggled as they were walking along with friends. And as I sat there, people watching. This old Aerosmith song popped in my head. Uh, and I could, hear, I could hear Steven Tyler singing, Walk This Way. And it provided kind of a soundtrack for me unfolding there as I sat there on that bench, on that sidewalk watching people walk. And I thought, that's a New Year's sermon. You wonder where we get these ideas? Because uh, the Bible has a lot to say about walking with God. So I thought maybe we could be, begin the new year by hearing God say to us, come on, walk this way. I, I was thinking on how when you're trying to achieve some kind of a, a physical or health-related goal, whether you're trying to lose some weight or rehab an injury or, or, or get your heart in shape, whatever it is, whether you're walking or whether you're jogging or, jogging or whether you're running, it's much more effective if you do certain things. And I've learned that there are at least four different things that you and I have to do if we're going to walk a new direction with our life. 
So you might want to jot these down. The first thing you got to do this new, this new year is to map your route. Map your route. You have to choose your desired destination. Which way am I going to go this year? The principle is this. Your direction determines your destination. Now, I know that many of you have probably seen this before, but I've always loved Portia Nelson's autobiography in five short paragraphs. I read it like every new year. I read this to, for, for me. Paragraph number one. I walk down the street. There's a deep hole in the sidewalk. I fall in. I'm lost. I'm helpless. But it isn't my fault. It takes forever to find a way out. Paragraph two. I walk down the street. There's a deep hole in the sidewalk. I pretend I don't see it. I fall in again. I can't believe I'm in the same place. But it isn't my fault. It still takes a long time to get out. Paragraph three, I walk down the street. There's a deep hole in the sidewalk. I see it is there. I still fall in. It's a habit, but my eyes are open. I know where I am, and it is my fault. I get out immediately. Paragraph four, I walk down the street. There's a deep hole in the sidewalk. I walk around it. Paragraph five, I walk down a different street. <laughs> if you want to change, you just can't keep walking down the same street. You have to get on a different path, a better path, one that will lead you toward freedom and toward transformation. You know, the Bible is full of scriptures that talk about walking with God. And here's a great one to get us all started in this new year. This is a map your route kind of verse. It comes from the Old Testament part of the Bible, Jeremiah chapter 6. It says, this is what the Lord says. Stop at the crossroads and look around. Ask for the old godly way and walk in it. Travel its path and you'll find rest for your souls. Now, this is one of my life verses, and maybe you can make it one of yours. And I found it helpful to kind of break it down in chunks. Did you, did you see, first of all, how it starts with God saying, stop. Stop at the crossroads. Before you take another step in the wrong direction, just stop. And not a rolling stop. Not a casual pause, but a complete stop. Stop before you just put it on cruise control and go the same old direction again this year, doing the same old things day after day, year after year. Stop and realize there actually is another choice. There is another way. You see what he says? He says, stop at the crossroads. Know that there's better options. Anybody else use Waze when you're traveling, GPS stuff? I use it all the time. You can choose the fastest way. You can choose the most scenic way. You can take all freeways or interstates. You can hit the button that says avoid all toll roads. You can choose all county back roads, routes. There's more than one way to get there. You have choices. How many of you drive the exact same way to work every day? You've done it for years, right? I mean, you know the traffic patterns. You know the timing of the stoplights, you know when to merge ahead of time, you know when construction delays are going to happen, you know even the fastest place to get coffee in a drive through you go the same way, back and forth to work every day. But then somebody at work who I like lives in the same neighborhood tells you about the way they go in a totally different way. They say, man, it's so much better. There's no traffic, much prettier view. Now, it takes about three or four minutes longer, but I'm telling you, dude, it is totally stress-free and so you think about going this new way, but you just can't see yourself breaking that familiar routine. It's just the way you go. And the same thing is true in the way we approach life. We got our way. We say, oh, that's just how I roll. 
and pridefully we aren't open to other options, even better options. So we just keep traveling down the same road, making the same bad choices, struggling with the same destructive habits, and reacting in the exact same harmful ways to people we say we love, and we know it's not the best route. We know it's destructive to ourselves and to our relationships, and even though we are absolutely miserable traveling that road, it's just what we know. We don't stop long enough to realize there might just be a better route. You see, it's true. Your direction determines your destination, and your decisions determine your direction. We make our decisions, and our decisions end up making us. So God says, stop at the crossroads and look around. Recognize that there is a better way. There's a better decision. There are much better options. There are different routes that will get you to a good place, to a healthy place, to a better place where love and freedom can reign in your soul and all of your relationships can flourish. Then look what God says. Stop at the crossroads and look around. Ask for the old godly way. The oldest road in the United States is not the uh, 30 East Frontage Road. It may be the most congested, but it's not the oldest road. The oldest road in the country is called the Old Mine Road. It's up in Delaware, and Dutch settlers back in the 1600s cut it through to haul copper from the mines uh, up to New York. The oldest paved road in the entire world is in Egypt somewhere just south of, of Cairo. But there is a much, much older road. That's still around. No potholes, no traffic jams, pristine condition, and it truly is a freeway. I like how one translation of this verse says, ask for the ancient path. Talking about the road that God cut since the beginning of time for every single one of us to travel with him. And I don't know, maybe it's time for you to get back on the ancient path this year. Hear God say, stop at the crossroads and look around. Just ask for the old godly way and walk in it, travel its path, and you will find rest for your soul in 2022. So the first thing you got to do is map your route. And then secondly, you got to download a new playlist. Now, I got these for uh, Christmas a couple of years ago, and I love them, man. I listen to music all the time when I'm walking. I listen to podcasts, listen to messages. I even sing out loud while I'm walking and people look at me. Uh, anybody else walk out work or jog the music? It helps, doesn't it? So I many studies show that listening to music during exercise not only serves as like a motivational tool and a distraction from fatigue, it can actually help improve your lung and your brain function. And I, I listen to a lot of worship music. I listen to little Chris Stapleton. And I love walking to the old Motown station. If I want to go a fast-paced song, will pop up, ain't no mountain high enough. Ain't no, and then about the time I get tired, it's just my imagination. I'm just, I love that station. There are apps that you can download that will give you a playlist that will even help your uh, targeted heart rate. I mean, it's pretty cool. It's just crazy how the playlist in your head affects you. In fact, it can dictate your whole life. You see, here's the deal. Your direction determines your destination. Your decisions determine your direction. And what you download determines your decisions. So let me just ask you, what are you downloading these days into your mind? And let me just get this out of the way, and I don't want to say this with as much grace as I know I personally need. You just can't keep feeding your mind junk this year. 
I mean, the honest truth is, if you want to walk a new direction this year, you cannot continue to fill your mind with pornographic images and fantasies from romance novels and movies and explicit music videos and violent video games and cynical political junk and deep dives into comments on social media. You just can't feed your mind that stuff. And please know that I'm not just some like preacher railing against the evils of this culture. I'm just an ordinary guy who loves you enough to be honest with you. What you choose to put into your mind will greatly influence, great, greatly influence the direction you're going to walk this new year. I, mean, I know from personal experience that to walk a new life, you have to have a new mindset. You have to change the way you think. In order to change the way you think, you have to ditch the old playlist and download a new one. Look what it says in Romans chapter 12. It says, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you what? Think. Then you'll be able to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Now, I want you to notice God's part in that and our part in this journey. It says God's part is the transformation. It said, let God transform you into a new person. Gang, only he has the power to pull that off. Only he has the power to change you and me from the inside out. The Greek word used there for transform is metamorpho. Does it sound familiar? Think, think about a caterpillar. Can you imagine a fuzzy caterpillar saying, okay, I can do this. I'm going to change this year. If I try really, really hard, I'm going to change. I believe I can fly. I mean, he just said, more willpower. That, that, that caterpillar on his own strength or willpower cannot change. I, and I've been there. But if he will surrender to the amazing, transforming power of metamorphosis, God will transform him into this beautiful, multicolored, high-flying phenom known as a butterfly. And as you and I surrender to God's power, he goes to work in us too. He will change us. That's his part. But my part and your part in this transformation is to renew our minds to a whole new way of thinking. It says, let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. And to change the way I think, I have to download a new playlist. Ephesians, I mean, Philippians chapter 4 gives us a few suggestions. It says, fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Download that kind of stuff this year. I really want to encourage you, even challenge you, to get into God's Word this year like never before. I mean, get some true, noble, right, good, pure stuff going on in here. Perhaps even download the YouVersion app if you don't already have it. Get the Bible on your phone. Get it on your tablet. There's all kinds of great reading plans there. Or go old school, get like a study Bible and get a pen and a highlighter and circle stuff and mark it up. Maybe start reading the Gospel of Luke, the Gospel of John, and just studying who Jesus was, what he did, what he taught. Then maybe move on to Colossians or Ephesians or do a chapter of Proverbs every day for a month. There's 31 chapters, so you could do that. Or a couple of Psalms every day. Start making gratitude lists every day. And be here every weekend. Just make this part of the regular rhythm of your life. Go back and re-listen to messages. Jump into one of the many Bible study groups we've got going on or start your own. There's lots of great online teaching and podcasts and workbooks out there. Start memorizing some of the verses that we talk about on the weekend. Just get them in your heart. Download them in your head. Let, let me give you one of those walk this way verses you can download on your playlist. It's a simple walking prayer that Debbie has prayed with our kids every night and now our grandkids. 
Psalm 25 says this, show me your ways, Lord. Teach me your paths. Guide me in your truth. Show me your ways. Teach me your paths. Guide me in your truth. You just say, God, you know what? This year I have chosen to walk your way. And I'm downloading some new stuff, some good stuff into my mind. So as I walk, Lord, just show me your ways. Teach me your path. Guide me in your truth. So if you're going to start walking a new direction this year, you got to map your route, first of all. Then you're going to download a new playlist. And then it's crucial that you find a partner. Find a partner. You know as well as I do, it's so much easier to reach your fitness goals if you got somebody that you can work out with. Or if you're running with a group or you're uh, uh, joining an exercise class, you just do it with some other people. And if you want to continue down the new path that you decided you're going to travel this year, you just can't do it alone. There are just some things that were not meant for one person to do all by themselves. Things like life. See, God made us to do this life together. And as you probably already know, the value of human connectedness is one of the most proven by research. We know more about the value of connection and the destructiveness of isolation than just about anything else. I mean, tons of research shows that when people have strong support systems where they're processing their needs, their feelings, their fears, their problems, their joys, they are physically healthier with stronger immune systems. And when they need medical attention, they respond to treatment much better. They're emotionally healthier. They have less stress, less depression, less anxiety. I mean, everything we do is affected by the quality, the amount, and the level of connection that we have in our lives. A half century of exhaustive research shows that people who are socially disconnected are between two and five times more likely to die from any cause than those who have close ties to family, friends, and other relationships. In fact, the research reveals that people who have bad health habits, like smoking and elevated blood pressure and physical inactivity, but they have strong connectedness, they actually live longer than people who have great health habits but are disconnected. Which leads this researcher to conclude, better a Krispy Kreme with friends than a salad alone. Amen. (laughs) There's power in connection. Gang, when we live in isolation, we're much more likely to give in to temptation or discouragement. Haven't you found that to be true? When we live disconnected, we're much more likely to become self-absorbed. We're much more likely to spend our money in selfish ways. We're much more likely to relapse back into old destructive patterns. Plus, not only do we suffer when we live in isolation, but the people that God put in our life that he intended them to have love given from us, they suffer as well. Here's another walk this way verse for this new year. Proverbs 13, 20, whoever walks with the wise will become wise. Whoever walks with fools will suffer harm. So can I ask you who you're walking with? When something goes wrong, do you have at least one friend you can easily talk with about it? I mean, who would you call at 3 o'clock in the morning when your world is falling apart? You got a friend like that? Are you a friend like that to somebody else? You got a friend that you can just text immediately to let them know some really good news. You got a friend that can, that can drop in on you at any time without calling ahead. I mean, who in your life has fridge rights? You know, they just walk into your house, they can pop open the fridge. Is there somebody in your life that knows your greatest fears and your greatest temptations? Do you have a friend 
that you know well enough to trust their confidentiality. Who is it that's rubbing off on you? Do you know Jesus as an intimate friend? Because whoever walks with the wise becomes wise. See, here's the deal. Your direction determines your destination. Your decisions determine your direction. What you download determines your decisions. And who you walk with makes all the difference. So I just want to challenge you this year. Be open. Take a risk. Be known. Risk some vulnerability. Risk some real friendship. Maybe you can jump on a serving team this year. Just start using your gifts, doing significant ministry with other people, other teams, get in a small group, show up at student ministry and make some lifelong friends. Get some people to walk with you on the road to recovery because who you walk with is going to make all the difference this year. So map your route. Download a new playlist, find a partner, and then one more thing. Just keep a steady pace. I'm just trying to demonstrate today that you don't need to be a world-class sprinter. You don't even need to be one of those competitive speedwalker people. You just put one foot in front of the other, and you take your father's hand, and you simply take one step at a time, one day at a time, and you just walk. You may wobble, you may stumble a bit, you may even fall. But I'm telling you from experience, your father will pick you up and help you get better better at this new way of walking. You see, this new life of walking with God is a decision that's followed by a process. That caterpillar I mentioned, he has to struggle a while in that uncomfortable cocoon while God is changing him into that beautiful butterfly. So don't expect like overnight metamorphosis. Because sometimes, honestly, you take three steps forward, and sometimes it's three steps forward and two steps back. But think about it. You're one step ahead of where you used to be, so just stay at it. Just keep walking. Just keep trusting. Keep surrendering to the leadership of the Holy Spirit of God just one day at a time, one step at a time. I got uh, one tattoo. It's uh, on on my calf. Uh, I lost a bet with my son, Drew. That's why I got it. Uh, my son Drew said, Dad, I'm going to get a tattoo. And I said, you're the biggest needle wimp in the world. You're not going to get a tattoo. I said, the day you get a tattoo is the day I get one. He texts me from the place, Dad, your move. I'm like, oh, man. So I had, uh, I had to get one. I got it on the back of my calf. And it's just my simple life verse. It's just Micah 6, 8. Some of you know this verse. It says this, he has showed you, oh, man, what is good. And what's the Lord require of you? Just act justly. Love mercy and walk humbly with your God. Sometimes people will see my tattoo and go, man, what's that tattoo all about? It's, oh, it's a little three-step program I'm in. I'm just trying to act justly, love mercy, and walk humbly with God. Just trying to keep it that simple. Just act justly. Just every day you roll out of bed and say, you know what, today I'm just going to choose to do the right thing. Today I'm going to choose to treat people in the right way today. Today I'm going to choose to live my life with integrity. I'm going to look for ways to serve other people today. You know, I said at the beginning of 2022, I was going to walk down a different path. I was going to start living a different way. So you know what? I'm just going to put one foot in front of the other. I'm going to right-size my expectation. I'm not going to look for a quick fix or a shortcut. And even though walking this new direction feels a little weird to me, I know I'm on the right path. Plus, I know who it is that's walking with me. So Lord, today, show me your path. Teach me your path. Guide me in your way. Today, just one step at a time. 
See, anytime you start walking a new direction, anytime you start making a major change, it can uh, feel a little strange at first, right? I mean, the hyper-driven, out-of-control workaholic sitting down at 6 o'clock at the the dinner table with his family just feels kind of weird thinking, "I, I should be doing something. The social media addict, they sit without checking their phone for an hour, and it just feels weird. Like, what am I missing? Those who have drank or smoked for a long time, they go, man, there's not a drink in my hand. There's nothing in my mouth. We get so used to the old that the new feels a little abnormal. But I'm just telling you, if you surrender daily and in the moment to the power of the Holy Spirit and you just focus on doing good rather than feeling good and just doing right rather than feeling right, eventually those feelings will catch up. It says this in Galatians chapter 6, verse 9, so let's not get tired of doing what's good because at the right time we're going to reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. It's just saying keep a steady pace. Just act justly and love mercy. I'm just telling you from personal experience, when you grasp how high, how wide, how deep and long God's love and mercy is for you, it changes everything about your life. Because the truth that starts guiding your life is now, man, I am deeply loved with an unfailing love. God's mercies are new every day of my life. When you walk this new direction, grateful for his grace and mercy, it changes your attitude toward people. Jesus said those who have been forgiven much and they know it, they love much. You begin to walk through your days looking to give away the same mercy that you have received. You become a person who just loves dispensing mercy and grace. When you love mercy, you give mercy. When you know that you've been given grace, you dispense grace. You look for opportunities throughout your day to live beyond yourself, to selflessly serve and give and help and sacrifice for other people. It's an awesome way to walk. Plus, it's a blast. So why not get intentional about it this year? Just ask God first thing in the morning, God, what would love require of me today? I just want to act justly. I want to love mercy today. And then most importantly, I just want to walk humbly with you. That's the key to life. Walk humbly with God. Just recognize that he's God and you're not. We talked about this back before Christmas. When anything, especially ourselves, sits on the throne of our life, we're leading ourselves away from the source of life, and we start to walk down the road of self-sufficiency and self-absorption and all kinds of trouble. Instead, just walk humbly with God. Stay in step with his Holy Spirit. Galatians 3.3 says, How foolish can you be? After starting your new lives in the Spirit, why are you now trying to become perfect by your own human effort? You see, the danger is we start walking a new direction, and we start experiencing a little change, and we say, thanks for the help, God. I got it from here. And our pride and self-reliance creeps back in, and we end up right back in that deep hole in the sidewalk. To intentionally, humbly walk with God means that this year you step out of your self-reliance and your attempts at self-help and mere behavior modification, and every day you humble yourself. And you surrender every day to the loving leadership and transforming power of God for your life. You walk in the awareness of his presence with you, in you all day long, and you just put one foot in front of the other, and you just keep a steady pace. And listen, your father does not demand perfection. He doesn't expect overnight transformation. The only thing God expects from us is humble dependence upon him. You just focus on making progress one step at a time. Jesus taught us to pray. Give us this day our daily bread, right? 
So you say, Father, I just want to depend on you today. Jesus, just for this day, I want to be patient with my kids. Just for this day, I want to be substance-free. Just for this day, I want to think pure thoughts instead of lustful thoughts. Just for this day, I want to be positive instead of critical. Or God, just for the next hour, i got a meeting with a boss. I can be a real jerk and bring out the worst in people, and I don't want to lose my temper. So just for the next hour, help me to respond as you would have me respond. Help me not to get all uptight and stressed out. And don't set a deadline for yourself. Don't say, you know what? I'm going to lick this thing by the end of January. No, just let God work at you, work in you a day at a time, a step at a time. And when the day is over, before your head hits the pillow, you say, thank you, Lord, for the help that you gave me this day. Listen to me. When God is walking with you, when his love is your fuel, your strength, you will be able to walk a new direction this year. Your life will be able to go the distance. Without him, you're going to give up. You're going to throw in the towel. You're going to settle somewhere. You were never meant to settle. So I would encourage you in this new year, don't settle. Don't stop walking with him. No matter how new it feels, no matter how weird it feels, no matter how strong the temptation is to go back and walk those old paths, no matter how much distraction or criticism or ridicule comes at you for this new decision you've made to, to walk a new direction, stay on the ancient path. Just keep walking. Whew, my time is up. I don't think I can go another minute. I'm trying to pace myself. And so should you. Just act justly. Love mercy. And walk humbly with God this year. Let's pray together. Father, I'm so grateful for the way you want to do life with us. We've talked about that before. As we start a brand new year together, God, many of us set all kinds of different goals. But I pray our, our number one goal this year would just be to walk with you. To humbly just walk with you to map our route and say, you know what, I'm, God, I'm just going to get on that old ancient path with you. I'm going to walk your direction. And God, I'm going to download a new playlist to walk along with me so I, my mind can get changed. I'm going to start putting good stuff in my mind this year. I'm going to crowd out all that other stuff that's been in there for so long. I'm going to go on the offense and I'm going to fill my mind with things that are true and noble and right and I'm going to cut out stuff that isn't. God, I'm going to find somebody who's going to help me. I'm going to get in a group this year. I'm not going to do this by myself. I'm going to open up, and I'm just going to take a risk and try to make some friends, try to be a friend to other people. And God, I'm just going to keep a steady pace. You know me. I just want to get it done. And Lord, I, I pray that we all would just see. You just expect us to put one foot in front of the other and just walk with you every day to trust you a step at a time. God, I thank you for that so many of us have found the wisdom in that pathway. And I just pray that somebody today discovers it as well. Thank you, Father, for the promise of a new year. Thank you that your mercies are new every day. Great is your faithfulness. We sang it, and we mean it, and we're grateful for it. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thanks for listening today. For more biblical teaching and worship, join us for our church online live weekend services on Saturdays at 5 p.m. and Sundays at 9.30 and 11 a.m. Central Standard Time. 
For more information about all the digital ministries of Lake Point, visit lakepoint.church/digital.